Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you. 
you go. There's the final stages of Everton 2, Chelsea 0. Amazing, amazing atmosphere here, Goodison. Just unbelievable. The Cornets doing a lap of honour. Giving it loose to the Chelsea fans. Now he's at the Gladys Street end with Beto. Right, just brilliant. The game on a so many boss moments for Everton. Because I think the players were running empty there. There were a lot of loose possession losses in the second half. And they had to dig in, but fucking hell, they dug in. They battled and scrapped. It was so made up at the moment. It comes out with an Arna. Just Lewis Dobbins goal, just an amazing moment. And they deserved it. Chelsea went absolutely crap. Might be cliche, but that billion quid can't buy you off to the stadium right now. I'll leave you with the strangest person of the blues, then we'll get back to the downbeat. Fucking hell. Yeah, we're back in the Denby Castle. A uh, whole host of people here to reflect on that. Uh, who wants to do the 30 second summary? Anyone? Keith? Everton were great. Chelsea weren't. Everton won. Uh, well, two nil. Um, another collective of um, poverty fans.
feeding the Scousers three points. Yes. Can't complain with that, can you? By the way, just a quick one on that. I don't know if any of you have noticed the uh, any time a, fa- a set of fans sing it now, the big screens put up an advert for a food bank, which is just absolutely sensational from the club. I was worried that the, the club had put that up and then Chelsea started singing that in response to it. But, but either way, great work from the club. But um, what a performance. Uh, Mark Mosey, I'll come to you first, mate. Um, three wins in a week, no goals conceded. Um, we've been competing for European football of us with this 10 point deduction. Um, what a turnaround it's been. I'll publicly state yet again my admiration and sole trust in Sean Dyche as Everton manager. Um, collectively at the table here I think we can all agree that we never had a doubt that this was the direction it was going in um, but I think you know the the major thing for me today obviously you know the, the tap in pointer makers that were obviously converting chances at a slightly better rate than what we've been used to uh, I think debatably both chances and both goals today that, that ultimately went in were chances that we probably spared a few a few weeks ago um, and I think the, the major takeaway for me is just how comfortable we look in, when we do get into that winning position. I know a lot has been made this week about how important the first goal is in Everton games. Uh, but when we do get that goal, you really do get the sense of this team knows how to defend the lead. Um, you know, clean sheets are not a thing that any of us are, are used to home or away in recent years. And for us to be putting a few of those together now with relative ease against teams who are coming to Goodison Park in good form, with good attacking players... I think for us not to be troubled, you know, I'm, I'm thinking back to Jordan Pickford's involvement today, a good save in the first half from range and then a couple of drilled low efforts in the second half. I think he'll, he'll walk away from that ground thinking that he's, he's been gifted a relatively easy afternoon. So uh, I think, you know, the, the negative opinions that we've had about Sean Dyche in the past has been that all of those typical Sean Dyche kind of things that his teams do um, we, we've massively lacked and I think today was a great example of a team who knows how to take its chances um, be aggressive, I think all, all we ever want from an Everton team, be it going forward or in defence is to be aggressive, um, we've all been coming to this ground long enough to know that that is the mantra of how this football club has to play uh, and I think that is something that he's channeled very well, um, out of sometimes technically limited footballers but very much footballers who know how to work hard and be a collective and I think we, we very much reap the rewards of that today uh, Dave Downey uh, two, two wins in a row for us felt massive after beating Newcastle on Thursday three in a row in the Premier League three in a week no goals conceded I don't think we can understate how big an achievement it is for this team no it really is and, and like Mark said I echo about what Sean Dice has done in terms of the players we've got I think he's finally found out what's the best out of each of them they've got the limitations we know this it's happened in recent seasons recent years players we've got um, not able to do the jobs that they've been asked to do now you look at a side that for instance Michalenko he knows how to play him as a, as a left back player um, you know the thing that really scared me in this to start with a typical negative was the fact that he started young right back which we all moan about anyway the fact that he was up against Mudrich I, I, I was shitting myself he's one of my favourite players although he's done absolutely nothing in the Premier League before he came over here I, I thought he was like lightning he's so so quick Ashley Young going off for Patterson bit, bit of a godsend really because I thought Patterson just put him in his arse pocket for most of it and they give him, that was the outlet for them for most of the game 
and I thought he was superb when he came on. I'm sick of him not starting right back. But the changes from Dice as well. Looking at um, Adrissa going off, he had the yellow card. You knew that was going to come again. I, I, when, it, when it happened, what was it, half an hour in? Something like that. He got a yellow card. I thought, if he's staying on here, I'm, I, I fear the lad because that's what he does. Putting Onana on for him. There was so much intelligence from how Dice managed that game. And I think it, it happens a lot, doesn't it, in various clubs. It hasn't happened with us for a long time, but momentum is really gathering speed. And that's like you mentioned here, three games on the spin. Ironically, the, the two are good. Listen, we, we've actually got three wins at home now. We only had one before that against Bournemouth. Um, and and I, I see, see such a togetherness from this side. It was a typical Decore game where you, you, couldn't, you couldn't put your money on which way it's going to go with Decore. You've mentioned that before a lot. Today, I thought he was magnificent. It's, it's, it's going one way, though, isn't it? He's just scoring loads of goals, like, yeah. all the time. Like, I mean, that's 11-31 he's got now since <laughs> Dice came in, like... It's, it, you know, he's, he's very much the player now, isn't he? That when the ball drops in the box, it, it's him you want it to fall to. As long as he's taking it first time, he's a great finisher first time. Uh, yeah, he is, and that's something that's been underrated probably by most teams. If you're assessing when you're coming to play Everton, you, the first thing you're not you, you're not going to look at is the core. Also, with us, the working rate he's got that he comes out of his position that we want him in there that round about ten where he is. Performances like today, he's running into the wing often, he's running back, he's doing everything he wants, he's got all sorts of energy. Don't know if you looked at his Twitter, like 10 minutes from the game finishing, he's going absolutely, absolutely crazy between an Evertonian. And you, you think typically when a player gets one year extra contract, he just sits off. And he, he's, he's looked fantastic today, and Dobbin coming on and scoring that goal as well. Oh, yeah. Absolutely yeah. magnificent to see that. Um, got to talk about that moment, Connor, Lewis Dobbin coming on. Um, I was, I, was surprised, I was surprised that Dice went to him, to be honest. Um, although Harrison was having a bit of a stinker in the second half, but just a boss moment that was. Like, everybody ran to the corner to celebrate with him, didn't they? Yeah, like, when I, I, when I could see him uh, warming up from where, like, I sit, I was thinking, he, he's taking a bit of a risk here bringing Dobbin on, because Dan Juma was still warming up, and Dan Juma's so-and-so on the wing. But I seen Dobbin, I thought, you know what, fair play, like, he's having a go, this is going to go whatever way it goes, and then... He looked lively when he came on. He was nipping about, chasing that fullback whose name escapes me at the minute. And um, and then when he when he hit it, I didn't think he'd hit it at first. I thought someone else had hit it. And then I spotted him, and you could see him and my like in front of everyone else, just buzzing. And I was happy for him. And I was saying uh, all throughout the game, Harrison was having a stinker. We'd have been better with George on the wing there today. He was just awful. But uh, fair, but he, he put the yard, he put the yard, yards in on Thursday and. You're allowed to have a game off, but as the lads have said, their collective effort again just absolutely unbelievable, and you can't fault them. Just what nine wins from 13 now, just unbelievable. Is that what it is? Nine from 13? So, it was, I think it was eight from 12 on midweek, so nine from 13. Last loss would have been United. That's mad. I mean, that, that, it's great seeing a young player come on like that, isn't it, Keith? And just, I, I, think, I think you were saying, Moses, that he had the look on his face to say, like, I can't believe it was me who scored that, but. I just love celebrations like that where every player on the pitch just gr- you see all these like little dashes of blue just just converge in one bit of the, the pitch in the corner. It was absolutely amazing. Oh, it was lovely as well, wasn't it? Because when you think just before the corner was when they'd announced that it was uh, seven minutes of injury time and everyone's sort of getting that little bit twitchy, aren't they? You're thinking, God, we really should have put this to bed earlier. It's going to be a right kick in the giblets if we lose, like, if we drop points now and then I mean first off it's a good ball in 
from James Garner from the corner because it's a keeper that's just come on. He's been on the pitch about 10 minutes. Put a bit of pressure on him. Put the ball on top of him with a big forward. Was it Dukure that was jumping with him or Onana? There you go. I don't know. Um, it was McNeil, but it was. <laughs> put him under a bit of pressure and he's obviously he's not dealt with it well. And the ball's just set up perfectly. And it's one of those moments where you're like, this is flying in the corner or it's heading down Prior Road. You know? It's like, it's one of the two. There's going to be no in-between. It's not going to be close. And luckily, he's hit it absolutely perfectly. And you see what it, what it means to him. All the pictures are doing the rounds on Twitter of his face after. I'm absolutely made up for him. And like you say, the whole team going over, it sort of embodies that team spirit that's come about again and it's back and you've seen it on Thursday night with Beto's goal as well when they all rushed over the puppies of localised conflict are back they are back baby it's a uh, great point about I think not only for that second goal in terms of Dwight McNeil's involvement but the first one as well Um, I think the second one I, I don't know what the plan is for individuals that attacking set pieces, but you, you would ordinarily expect to see a winger like him just being a bit of a spare part in the box. And if he has used a bit of in, intellect to think, I'm going to go and put that previously unheard of goalie under pressure, then it's absolutely what you expect him to do. Um, the first one, I think we were all screaming for him to go down on the halfway line. Uh, he's been fouled from behind. It's, it's a clear booking if the referee does blow up. Uh, but to his credit, stays on his feet plays a really, really clever through ball in behind the centre-half to Calvert-Lewin, um, who, to his credit, knows that he's going to get wiped out as soon as he even thinks about going for the ball. Um, and in very similar fashion to what Keith just described about Dobbin's goal, with, with someone like the Corey, that, that is a road double L or back of the net, and there is no in-between. And fair play to the two lads for to controlling the finishes in the way that they did, because certainly in recent weeks we've seen Everton players balloon those kind of rebound the chances I mean Beto's comes to mind instantly uh, often guilty of them isn't he yeah. um, so it, it, it just takes that little bit of composure but sadly the composure only comes with the confidence of scoring goals and it, it's very much sort of catch 22 in that regard but we do look as though we have a, a very settled and a very quietly confident team about us now and I think a few of us have said it in terms of Sean Dyche is adamant that he is going to consistently flog the starting eleven that he has decided is the starting eleven. Um, you know, Christmas will be an important time of our season in terms of how together we can keep those lads. And obviously, both injuries and, in particular, from today, suspensions are going to play a part in the coming weeks. But you'd like to think that the lads who are stepping in for people like Bramthwaite and Idris again next week have all been drilled in a very similar sort of physical and mental manner and. I expect us to, to go from strength to strength and God forbid we get some actual points back from the league we could be thinking uh, <laughs> it, swear to God if we, if we come to an, a, a final season at Goodison and, and somehow get into European places after a points deduction then I think we'll have just gone full Everton in, <laughs> in Goodison Park Are they still doing the European Fair Play League? Can we get in like that? It were just like nice guys for the rest of the season I mean, We've got like, the most fouls in the division haven't we? Which yeah. is great I love that in itself as well Then that there is a reflection on something I saw before the game today and it's after 15 game weeks Everton have the most tackles made out of any team in the league and I again 
you, you loathe to say, oh, it's very indicative of a Sean Dyche team, but it is because he's got them working hard and he's got them pressing. And Everton teams previously have been guilty of standing off far too much, giving the opposition time to pass the ball around. And you notice today the press started from the top and there was a couple of occasions first half where they put that um, Sanchez under pressure and he was forced to kick it straight out. Calvert-Lewin nearly intercepted one. So, if we're giving away fouls, yeah, obviously we'll have to deal with the consequences like Branthwaite and uh, Idrissa Gay missing Burnley next week. But I'm quite happy with how they're playing, how they're going about the games. They're not giving away silly, needless fouls, are they? Which is another thing Everton have been guilty of in the past. It's not like halfway line stuff, isn't it? Like, you know, relatively sensible. Um, loads of plays we could talk about, Dave, but I thought, thought one who was just so good today was Mikhailenko. Um, I, I think when Ashley Young came in, we all thought that this lad might, you know, felt like he was in a bit of a crossroads, but just dealt with everything so well today. Like, he was on the back foot against Palmer at times, but he dealt with it really well. And Sterling comes on with fresh legs. First thing Sterling has to do is pick himself up his arse after being shut down and the, the bottom corner by the Gladys Street. He's, I mean, of, of all the players that have, the Dice has got the most out of and improved the most, he's, he's got to be up there. And I was sitting there in the ground thinking, are there, are there, many, are there been many better left-backs in the, the league, league than him this season? Like, there, there can't be many, can there? No, not at all. And he's another he's another couple there he can add to his list that banged on about what he did with Salah away in Anfield. Nobody's going to refer to that because he scored two goals to beat us, but... He had him in his ass pocket then. Palmer, who I think is going to be a world-class player, he's got the origins of being that, I think, when he came over, because he starts to use him right across the midfield. When he came over to Michalenko, again, that's something I think Pochettino's looking at, thinking, we've got to get it in, we can put, we can do successfully going past him. He just handles it with confidence as well, Matt. I think the, the, the great thing I see from him as well is the tackling, because he'll run anybody to the, the byline is he knows when to go the other way and not expose that side of the pitch and you've got one on one he's great like, exactly can, can you remember like ever being skinned really no like, no. and that's it when the, the whole reason he put Sterling on was like gotta mix him up again gotta give him another shot at this and there's nothing Sterling done when he came on he doesn't mind being cut inside he doesn't mind not having anybody around him to help and I know that's one of the things we've spoken about for a while is uh, Harrison not getting back to help him McNeil at times before this little run he's on moaning and complaining that they weren't getting back to help fullbacks. he himself has, has just dealt with it all and anything's been thrown at his way he's been my player of the season so far um, and you know the other thing there that, that Keith mentioned then I just wanted to make a point too that we start to press him from the front line I've, I've not liked that for a long time from us because I think we I think we're fine with 10 behind the ball or, or 9 behind the ball and 1 up there like Calvert-Lewin today was a different Everton to win a match in my opinion I thought you've got a lot of lads further up the pitch for us there you're not you're not the back four is not sitting there on the edge of the D they're not sitting there in the 18 yard box they've taken a couple of steps forward and then the other thing with Brandweight I thought he'd snapped his knee when, when, when people ran on he, he was, we haven't even mentioned it but he was classic oh, he, 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 with one leg <laughs> when he come back on second half first when it happens I thought Young gets himself at the same time and I thought Brantwaite's going off here as well two substitutions and I, you would have seen it from a distance away Matt but 
he was like he was limping for quite some time. Even when he came come on second half, he started getting running again and all that. But I was thinking, what level of trust does a manager have on a kid who, who, who's half injured, still playing out a game like that? Every single time I look at him, what, what is it now? Three clean sheets on the spin. It's um, we're a, we're a, we have a block of a back four now. I think again concerned at the start when he put uh, Young back to right back because Sheamus is back out needs a bit of a rest um, but anything that came our way Patterson finally got a game as well another thing I've been moaning about quite a lot that he didn't get in at right back it's perfect changes from Dice today and you think he deserves as much credit as many of us like me have been complaining about what he does off the bench yeah I think the manager deserves loads of credit um, for, you know think, think back where we were like after some of the early games this season and like the the home defeats and you know I think people like Mick Green always saying it's all going to be fine this it's all going to be fine the XG is going to sort itself out but um, just finally Colin before we wrap up um, Chelsea are absolutely crap aren't they yeah I have no idea what like their style's meant to be they are shite and to quote Joe Faz watch your team out because they are shite mates yeah. Abs- that's all I've got for you <laughs> shite do you, know, do you know what's mad about them by the way it's just a separate subject how does Conor Gallagher get the captaincy I've seen him have it most of the season I, I rated him but anything I'm watching there I'm thinking there's a load of really good players individually not a fucking team at all that they've got nothing together at all you know didn't didn't the lad up front that Brozier was the one we tried to sign for ages isn't he I'm glad we didn't watch that today I think Colwell had it in the week as well didn't he yeah, it's just yeah, yeah. It's, it is as though it's just like a bit of a tombola for the armband before the game it's bizarre but let's not go into the, uh, the financial <laughs> restrictions of Chelsea and Everton but um, you know it, it, it is a good point to say that you look at a team who you know are obviously struggling to put it all together but to think of what they've had in terms of financial power the players they've had the managers that they have um, you know it was not until you mentioned Mauricio Pochettino's name tonight where I think bloody hell like just totally brush one of his sides away there um, and I think it, it very much shows what Everton have been good at, at channeling and you know we all thought that the points deduction would gather some form of momentum of siege mentality and you know we, we, we are probably the best team in the league at, at using that to our advantage we, but we are probably the best team in the league we are <laughs> I mean we, we, you know the song says we are so we are um, the greatest team the world has ever seen By the we, way, don't, we don't actually know the meaning of losing quite note on that song I heard Chelsea fans singing it today and if you have to add a word in before your team's name like they sing and it's super Chelsea you shouldn't be allowed to sing that song it should only be if your team name fits into that song there are a lot of songs there fans should be allowed to sing their fans were embarrassing today what what I did enjoy was the fella that got huckled out and instead of taking him out through their own fans they pulled him over the barriers and dragged him out through the bullens (laughs) and he got absolute dogs abuse the whole way out which was just lovely so I hope he's having a terrible day and I hope his boss breaks down on the way home as well. Hey, do you get a question here? Do you reckon we'd still have done the same thing had we had the 10 points not deducted? Because this seems to have spared us on, is sort of what I'm getting at. I'd, I'd go out of the way to say probably not. 
I don't, I don't think we do what we have done in the last what is it, ten days. Uh, and I'm not saying it's the only reason. Uh, the same I way think that we still be Forest, but like Goodison certainly feels like galvanised now, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, you know, you mentioned it earlier, Matt, in terms of you you try and mentally block out some of the games that we've seen here this year. Um, the Luton one obviously massively stands on in terms of not only a team but just a, a an entire building of people who just didn't really buy into what was happening um, and you know it's easy to say after a couple of wins in a week but it, it is so different excuse me of course how dare I forget how prolific we are um, but it, it's incredible to think about what is currently happening here and um, you know we're not, we're not saying this is the start of some form of enormous dynasty but it, it does it does seem as though there is a momentum building about this it, it doesn't feel like it's by chance for me it feels like we've, we've got you know for everything we say positively and, and you know from a personal view negatively in the past about Sean Dyche it, it, it does seem as though he knows he, he is very evident isn't he um, in, in terms of in terms of it, it almost his limitations make it more perfect bizarrely um, it, I, think like, I feel like the way we play like today um, against Newcastle is very like Richardson just scored. Um, the, way we, the way we play, the way we played um, today against Newcastle is like if you're going to do a blueprint for how Everton yeah. beat yeah. top six in the Verde Commerce teams across the park, like that's it, isn't it? It's it's not yeah. like trying to play them or trying to pass them. It's just being fucking horrible at everything. Like that was that was for me the major disappointments about Man United coming here because everything about that game screamed we've been wronged it's on a Sunday afternoon we're playing a big side you've got loads of injuries let's go out and bully them and that, that is absolutely not how the game happened and I know that there was a, an absolute fucking wonder goal that ruined everyone's afternoon that day but um, you know we said it on the way back from the game this afternoon that you can strip away all adjectives about what you think Everton should be the only one is aggressive aggressive going forward aggressive at the back just generally horrible to play against and you, you won't win every game and you won't win titles by just being simply horrible but I, I guarantee I'll walk into that ground every week and I'll feel like I belong to something that is meaningful and, and cares as much as I do uh, and I think that, you know, that, that is the one thing that Sean Dyche has brought back for me in that you know, we, we all knew what kind of Frank Lampard's Everton looked like and that it was going to be very try-hard, but in games like that, a Chelsea team probably comes, and, and not just because it's Chelsea and Lampard, but they, they probably play themselves way more into that game than we allowed them to today. And I think if we if we make playing against Everton being such a chore, like, we, we all want teams like Chelsea and like Newcastle to look at a fixture list around about Christmas and think, yeah. fuck that not going there in the winter uh, and I think we, we, we are starting to um, we are starting to get that sort of really angry feeling about us back again feels like, feels like our Everton again doesn't it I mean I, 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 I like this I mean it sounds like a, I like this team I'm, I'm engaged with them again do you know what I mean you, you back them you go and you're actually like even the United game where we didn't play well at all but there was effort there there was work right there it didn't come off that time but there's still a team you can get behind, a team you can back. And, I mean, that's the bare minimum we ask for as fans, is a bit of effort. And it's... it's you, it feels like every player is leaving everything out there, yeah. doesn't it, at the moment? You've, you've seen it in abundance in the, in the, last, the last few weeks. 
certainly since the since the um, deduction was announced, it's like it is like an almost like a collective, right? Well, to hell with you lot, spirit. We're gonna uh, we're go- we're gonna stay up to spite you anyway, and like I'm all I'm all for it. Um, I, I hate to say it because it becomes a tradition certain times with managers that we've had since he left. There's a lot of noise to that. I thought and it's it's become a something people say far too easily about it, but particularly at Everton at home, which we haven't done well this season up until the last week. That that was the thing that I think Dice was weakened on as as our manager. Also, Dice himself, which is what I'm going to finish with personally. When he first came, when he when he first, I've got his phone number there, you know. <laughs> Genuinely, when he <laughs> when he came in. And when he was linked with us, I was I was gutted. So I thought we have got no chance with this fella, and that was to do with um, with feeling that we're not possibly as bad enough a side to have to play like he does to win games. And reality was, he's exactly exactly what we needed. And going back to the point where we got the ten points deduction, I couldn't think of any. I can't think of anybody else who you'd want as the manager to try and sort this out. He's, he's he's done a better it's a better effect than what he did initially at Burnley he kept the shit side up back then now he looks like he's keeping maybe a half decent side up and after you've said you're wishing Everton Merry Christmas and everything aren't you they'll all be getting a Christmas card off me uh, right we'll leave it there because uh, it's a game we want to watch I mean Andy Gorn's had 11 touches of the ball since we've been doing this podcast which is uh, quite nice as well but uh, we're gonna we're gonna Keith, I feel like you always do the sign-offs when we get beat heavily and, you know, you want a couple of people, but it's been, it's been a great week uh, and I thought it'd be a nice time to throw it over to you to sign off the podcast today. One week, three games, six goals, zero conceded, nine points, up Sean Dyche's big horrible bastards and to hell with the Premier League. Sports Social Podcast Network.